Good morning. My name is Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist with BNP Paribas Investment Partners, and welcome to Market Breakfast. Uh, this week, of course, it's all about Italy, about the referendum, and about the vote. Uh, and to be honest, uh, a bit of a letdown only in so far as the markets so far seem to have taken it pretty mildly. Uh, now, it wasn't so much a surprise that you had a no vote. That seemed to be predicted by the polls this time. The polls actually turned out to be right, uh, or at least first time in a while when it comes to political events. Um, however, there was a surprise in terms of the size of the loss. I think markets generally were expecting the referendum uh, to fail, but not by a particularly large margin. In the end, it was much larger than expected. But again, nonetheless, uh, not much reaction in the markets. BTP, Italian government bond spreads are up, but still below recent highs. Uh, and equity markets around flattish, at least uh, as of Monday afternoon. So that's all good. At the same time, you wonder if perhaps it's not a little bit too complacent because Italy does have some fairly serious fundamental problems when it comes to its institutions, its ability to reform, its debt burden, and so on. And at least previously with Renzi, you thought that there was some hope that Italy could reform, uh, make the changes that are necessary to improve growth rates, to be able to support that debt. And now you're marginally less confident that that can happen with the failure of the referendum. But uh, I think what markets are focusing more on instead of the lower potential for reform, they're looking instead at the stability that they think will replace Renzi. And at this point, given all the turmoil we've already had recently, uh, I think stability is what's topmost in markets' minds. So at this point, we expect that there will be some sort of technocratic government, probably led by someone else within the PD, uh, Renzi's party in Italy, and the government will one way or another hold on through 2018, which was its original term. So at this point, not expecting early elections uh, and the risk that that would bring of the five-star movement coming into power, uh, and they're con generally considered a more Eurosceptic party, and markets generally not winning that type of uncertainty at this point uh, in the year. So stability in Italy, good news and bad news. Good news insofar as the markets are concerned, stability not necessarily good in the longer term, in the longer term because changes do need to be made, and it's a question still of how exactly those changes are going to be made. So now that we're past Italy, of course, our eyes will turn to the ECB this week. How does Mario Draghi react to this? Uh, how, what does he communicate? Is there an extension on the QE program? Uh, and how long will it go? Is it at a uh, higher or lower pace than we had seen previously? So these are the big questions. If you had had a more negative reaction uh, in Italy, you might have thought it more likely that you get an extension with QE. Now that the markets are a bit calmer, uh, there's probably more likely than not you do get an extension. Uh, and more likely than not at this point, or at least the markets are expense, expecting, that you continue at the $80 billion. So, again, stability is what I think markets are looking for right now. There's more than enough volatility and certainty around Trump in the U.S. Markets are not necessarily looking for some additional sources of volatility out of Europe. So, anticipation of a, of a calming meeting, calming message from the ECB this week, and ideally that will at least get Europe through the rest of the year, Though, of course, we have all the elections that are coming up next year. Now, besides what's going on in Europe, uh, of course, uh, some news, if you will, out of the U.S. 
the payroll numbers, and this is important because we have to focus on the economic data, not, not just on the politics. Payroll numbers last week were encouraging, a little bit below expectations, but still quite, quite strong. Unemployment rate falling uh, fairly sharply, but that was more because of a change in the participation rate. But nothing to change the expectation that the Fed will be hiking uh, this month. But again, we'll be looking at the communications for next year and how they read policies likely to come out of the Trump administration and the Republican Congress. Uh, that said, we have to note that in the markets, equities were quite a bit weaker last week, but I think that's a bit of a pause, if you will, after fairly strong results, particularly in the U.S. since the election. Uh, the only really up sector last week was energy, following the more or less surprise agreement from OPEC uh, to cut production. Uh, but otherwise, weak more or less across the board. Again, probably a pause for breath, but the fundamentals uh, that we've seen since the election in the U.S. are probably still in place and more or less expect them to continue, if not quite at the same rate, through the end of the year. So we're over one hurdle in terms of, of political risk in Italy. Now we'll look to the ECB as the next one, and then ongoing through the end of the year, uh, reading the tea leaves, looking at the signals that we get from the U.S. in terms of what policies we're really going to get from the Trump administration and from the Republican Congress, because it's important to recall they don't agree on everything. Uh, it's going to be a negotiation, and how those negotiations go will be very important. So thank you very much for listening. Look out for our next edition of Market Breakfast, Market Breakfast in our podcast series. Thank you for tuning in, and goodbye. This podcast presentation is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Investment Partners or any affiliate. The information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.